If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey friend, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I am so excited to have this conversation with you today around the idea of focus. Now, I've been inspired to do an episode on focus for quite some time because this is an area that I do a lot of work helping people choose what to focus on and keeping them focused and motivated and moving forward. That's a big part of any coach's role. And I really value the idea that the more we focus on things, the more they will grow. In fact, I use this expression all the time, what we focus on grows. And what we don't focus on, well, you can do the math on that one. In fact, to kick things off today, I have a fun story for you that will illustrate this point. So you probably already know I'm a mom of two kids. I have a daughter named Julia. She's about to turn nine at the time of recording this. And I have a son named Alex who just turned seven. They could not be more different in terms of their demeanor and in terms of the way they tick. I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, that Julia is much more of a growth-minded child, whereas Alex falls into more of the fixed mind 
mindset camp, meaning he often feels like if he can't do something, that's it. He's never going to learn it. So we've been working with him on sort of switching this, but even so their personalities are really, really different. Julia is very much an A-type personality. She's a people pleaser. She likes to get things right. She loves getting graded on things. She loves feedback, really positive or constructive feedback, but she thrives in that environment. Versus Alex, I think he's much more intuitive. Maybe it's because he's younger, but he's much more of a feeler. He is less of a striver than Julia. So again, very, very different personalities that we've got in this household. And it's funny because I see elements of myself in both of them. It's not as if I can say, oh, she's exactly like me or he's exactly like me. Truly, I have sort of elements of both child within me. So in both cases, the apple doesn't fall that far from the tree. Now, to tell you the story, I have to tell you that a while back, I took them to a local flower store and we picked up a couple of items that I needed. And then they saw these little plants. They were these little, like almost like an aloe vera plant, if you can imagine what that looks like. So green and kind of lush plants in these little tiny pots. They are no bigger than the size of a drinking glass, if you imagine that, both the pot and the plant combined. So no bigger than the size of a drinking glass. I bought them the exact same plant because any of you who are a parent to more than one child knows this is a total parenting hack. When you buy them the exact same thing, they cannot complain that someone got this more or hers is bigger or his is whatever. (laughs) When you give them the exact same thing, you get none of that. So if you're new to parenting multiple children, there is a parenting tip for you. See, you're always learning something new here on the business of thinking big. Anyway, I buy them this exact same plant each and we take them home and I show them how to water it. I basically act out or or display what the person at the store had told us. He taught us how to care for them. And so I took it home. I showed them that with their own plants. And then they took their plants into their own rooms. And I kind of actually forgot about it, to be honest with you. As if I don't have enough going on, I need to now babysit plants. I did not want to take that on. So I told them how to care for them and how often. And then I said, okay, you're on your own. So the two of them had, I guess, been, you know, having the plants in their room for a little while. And I guess this must have been like maybe a month or six weeks later. And little Alex comes to me and his face is stone cold sober. And he looks like he's about to burst into tears. And behind his back, he pulls out his plant and he shows it to me. And there is inside the white pot is this shriveled up brown, (laughs) barely looks alive, hanging on by a thread plant. And please know you can't see me, but as I'm saying this, I'm using serious air quotes here. It could barely be called a plant. In fact, if I didn't know better, I wouldn't have known what it was. It looked like shriveled up garbage in a white porcelain pot. He goes, mommy, something's wrong with my plant. And I could barely hold in my laughter. I'm thinking, kid, this plant is dead. (laughs) But I felt for him because his little heart looked like it was about to break into a million pieces. And I couldn't say that. So, you know, trying my very hardest not to laugh, I held it together and I said, oh, honey, it looks like maybe we didn't give it enough water or sunlight. 
it looks like he might not be with us anymore. I can try. Mommy will try. We can water it. We can put it in the window in my office because I have one of the bigger windows up in our second story. So I said, I can try. I'll put it in my window. I'll give it a little love and I'll let you know. Okay. We'll keep an eye on it. But oh my God, this thing was dead as dead could be. There was no chance this was coming back, but I just didn't know how to tell him in the moment, to be honest. So I did that. We gave it a little water. I put it in my windowsill and you know, I said, we'll do our best. And he was down with the plant. And then I said, you know, I'm curious to know what Julia's plant looks like. Let's go next door to her room and see. So I get, you know, (laughs) tap on Julia's door, get her to find her plant and show me. And doesn't it look like the exact opposite of Alex's plant? Not only is it still green and lush, but it has grown to like double the original size. So I'm thinking, oh my God, seriously, it's like, what has happened here? One kid clearly took her responsibilities seriously and the other one, not so much because they barely look like they were both plants, let alone the same species of plant. Remember, when we bought them, they were identical plants. They were the exact same size and color and everything. One of them looks like it's this amazing, tropical, healthy plant growing in the Caribbean. And the other one looks like something you might find on the side of the road, basically. Completely different textures, different colors. Well, as I said, one is alive, one is not. (laughs) So I told him that it looked to me like Julia had been watering it and maybe even giving it a bit more sunlight than he had done. And that's why her plant looked so different. And he wasn't bothered by that response. Honestly, I think he totally got it. He was like, yeah, okay, that's fair. And we moved on with our day. Well, just to cap off the story, if you're curious, the dead plant did not come back from the dead. It stayed dead. And in the end, I said, you know what? I'd like to give you a second chance. Let's go to the store and I'll buy you a replacement plant. So at the time of recording this, we are growing two plants once again. Once again, Julia's is bigger, stronger, greener, all those things, but his is still alive. So good news. (laughs) We were able to move on, but The moral of the story is what you focus on grows. If you want something to grow and thrive, then you have to give it the love and the attention that it deserves. And I say this with love because so often I see well-meaning entrepreneurs who will say, Leanne, I really got to accomplish this this year, or I'm really working on that this year. But then when I see their actions they're actually not working on the things that will get them to the results they want to achieve. Let me ask you, has this ever been you? Have you ever found yourself with the idea of a goal that you're working on, but if you were to look at the hours you spend in your business, they are not spent on working on that thing? Be honest, because I can tell you that has definitely been me from time to time. And in fact, I would say whenever I've gone through periods in my business that I feel like I'm floundering, you know what I'm talking about. You feel like you're just not getting anywhere or periods where you feel like you're just the hamster in the wheel. You're constantly running, 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 but nothing's actually getting done. Whenever I find myself in that state and I do a little bit of self-investigation, what I realize is I'm not focusing on any one specific goal which means I'm not focusing my energy on the right tasks. 
right? If we want to achieve goals, then we have to first get clear on what those goals are. And I've done a few episodes talking about goals in the past, and you know I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with the word goal in general, because I think a lot of people focus so much on the goal setting but then they don't focus on the goal getting, right? They don't focus on giving themselves a plan and the right resources to actually achieve that goal. I was thinking about this today as we're talking about this idea of focus, and I thought I might share with you how we do it inside my 90-day group coaching program, A Players. One of the reasons I'm passionate about sharing this with you today, and I am going to peel back the curtain a bit, you're going to hear stuff that I don't actually share outside of that group. These women invest money and time and energy to do this program and to achieve results. So it's really important to me that I set them up for success. And I want to share this with you because those women are seriously some of the fastest moving, I call them my movers and my shakers seriously fast-moving and growing women that I have ever met. A big part of it is they do make an investment to be in that group. And I would say another powerful thing about it is they know that they've only signed up for 90 days at a time. You, At the time of recording this, you cannot sign up for A-players, my group coaching program, for longer than 90 days. So what happens is They make this investment, they come to the first session, they meet all the other A players, and they are like, I am in. I'm 100% committed. I am working towards my goals. And they move at lightning speed. It's pretty phenomenal. And I also want to add in here, just in case you're wondering, yeah, but these are probably women that don't have little kids at home. Or yeah, but these are probably women that aren't dealing with the online learning stuff and the homeschooling that I am. That could not be further than the truth. These are normal moms, mothers of one or two or sometimes three kids who are trying to grow and run a business successfully. They're juggling both business tasks and family tasks and home life and school life and all the things you're juggling too, probably, if you're listening to this. So please don't think that these women have it all figured out. In fact, oftentimes when people come to me, they're in that messy middle where it feels overwhelming and they're not exactly sure what they're supposed to focus on. I always say, just because you're in that messy place does not mean you do not deserve help. A lot of people will say, oh, I got to figure this out or that out, or let me get through this stuff first and then we'll talk about coaching. But I have to say, I think it's the other way around. You start to get that clarity of focus when you're working with a coach. So that's my two cents on the whole thing. But as promised, I want to share with you how we do this inside A Players because Even if you've never considered coaching with me or you never plan to do coaching with me, I still want you to have this framework. I want you to understand how goal setting and goal getting really do work inside your brain. And there's a way to set yourself up for success that's going to make goal getting that much more achievable. And it's all about focus. So are you ready? Here we go. The first thing people do with me when they come and join A Players is we do what's called a five-year vision exercise. In A Players, I usually take 
anywhere between 25 and 45 minutes actually. And we do a deep dive into where they want to be in five years time. Now, if five years doesn't feel like the right amount of time for you, then you can choose another length of time. That's totally cool. But for me, I think five years is far enough out that you can get really excited and you can set some really big goals for yourself, but it's, it's not so far that it feels impossibly far away, right? So five years for me is sort of that sweet spot, but for you, You might prefer something more like three years, or you might prefer looking a little bit further out, like 10 years. Totally your choice. But in A players, we always start with the five-year vision. And I don't have time to walk you through the entire exercise, but it's really powerful. And it's not unusual for women to finish that exercise and have an emotional reaction to it and have tears because we're talking about some really amazing things that they want to create things that up until this point, they had not thought was possible. So we do that five-year vision, and then we start to basically zero in closer and closer to where we are today. The next thing we talk about is, where do you want to be exactly one year from now? So in 12 months' time, what will you have completed that has you on the way to that five-year vision? And then from there, we bring that circle even tighter and we say, okay, If that's where you want to be in a year, then what do you need to accomplish in the next 90 days to know you are on track for that one year and eventually that five-year vision? I'm rushing through it now because I just want you to get the concept, but in A-Players, we spend the whole first day together, a good four or five hours, just doing this kind of deeper dive and this kind of planning work. The women leave that first session feeling like, holy cow, I'm on track. I've got what I need. I know what I'm supposed to achieve now. So we set those 90-day goals. And what's really important to me and what I ask the A players to think about is I don't want you setting five goals for yourself and then finishing this program feeling like you only got one out of five complete. That's not really all that motivating. And some people truly are goal-setting addicts. And that's what I don't like about the word goals and goal-setting culture is that we can get so jazzed about setting these goals for ourselves. But then if we're not actually achieving a good percentage of those goals, why does it even matter? What we do in A players is I ask them to choose one primary 90-day goal. You heard me right. One goal. And you might be thinking, Leanne, if I work with you, I want to get more than one thing done. And I will say, you absolutely will. But the first thing that needs to happen is to create that laser focus. And if you're working on six or seven different things, that's the exact opposite of focus. So I ask them to choose one primary goal that they absolutely want to have completed in 90 days. And I give them a few parameters. I'll say it needs to feel big enough that you're not exactly sure how you're going to get there. It needs to feel a little exciting and a little scary at the same time, but not so big that it feels impossible like you can't get it done in 90 days. I also preface this by saying this goal is not your financial targets. So people can't just say, I'm going to come in and I'm going to work with you for 90 days. And in that time, I'm going to make X number of dollars. That is absolutely something we cover in the program. But this 90 day goal is separate to that. It can be the program you're going to create and launch that makes you that money, but it's not the money itself. 
I hope this makes sense to you, why I make this distinction between financial targets and 90-day goals. Your 90-day goal, basically, it's a milestone or something that you wanted to achieve in your business. So for these women, some common 90-day goals are things like, I am going to launch my podcast, or I am going to create and sell my first online program, or I am going to write the first draft of my book. Do you see how these are like major, almost life events that they are working towards? The reason why I get them to choose something big is if what they choose is not so big, then my question is, is it really going to move the needle all that much in their business? Probably not. So I work with them and they work with each other on choosing the right 90-day goal. So the first step is to decide upon the 90-day goal. And then the rest of the program, we stay focused on achieving that 90-day goal. And I give them various tools and resources to track their success. I also give them prompts inside the private Facebook group to make sure that they are staying on track. Basically, if you come in and you work with me in A Players, I want you to choose a really powerful 90-day goal. And then I want to know that you are taking steps towards that goal every single week because you've only got 90 days to do it. And I want a like 95 or hundred percent success rate. Every program we do, I really want those women accomplishing their 90 day goals. And what's beautiful about this is they all have different business types and they're all at slightly different stages with different skill sets. It's really fascinating. And the things that they want to achieve are different from one another, but they're similar enough that they're able to cheer each other on and keep each other going. What I also love about A players is they do these breakout conversations. So if sometimes I know something because I work with each one of them individually as well, in addition to our group calls. So if I see person A and person B are both working on the same type of skills, I will let them know that and I'll say, I think you guys should go and do a Zoom call together or something like that. I try to facilitate as many conversations as possible because in 90 days, not only are you going to choose a powerful goal and focus on that goal and create massive momentum, but you should leave this program having made a few friends along the way too. After all, mom entrepreneurship life can be super lonely if you don't have some buddies in it with you. So that for me is a big part of any mastermind or group coaching program. Whenever I sign on for a program, one of the first things that I do is I look for people in that group that I think are interesting and could offer you know, value to me and I could to them. I always look to make those first initial contacts with people as early on in the program as I possibly can. Because if I sign on to work with them for three months or nine months, the sooner I get to know the other people in the program and what they're working on, the sooner I can help and support them, which is exactly what I want when I am a participant in a group program. So that's always really cool to see. In fact, when I think back to some of the A players who have worked with me a year ago or even two years ago, they are still friends with the people that were in that group with them. It's so cool to see that some of these business friendships have lasted and really stood the test of time that that all happened as a result of being an A player. So that is one of the most beautiful side benefits of a program like that. To bring it back to the conversation around focus, whenever you sign up for any program, be it the Mamas & Co membership 
or a group coaching program or a one-on-one coaching program, you really need to know what it is you want to get out of the experience. So rather than let them kind of find that along the way, I am really careful. As a coach, I put my name on this program. And again, it's in my best interest to make sure they get results, to make sure they leave this program feeling like, holy cow, I can't believe I just did all that in 90 days. So the first step to that is creating that focus and helping them zero in on what are the most important one or two items that I want to get done in the next 90 days. And if I get those done, then I will absolutely be on track to hitting my one-year goals and my five-year vision. That is my job as the coach, is to help them create and maintain focus. So if you feel like you're struggling with focus, here are a couple of questions for you. Why is it you feel you are not focusing enough? Is it because you haven't made time to decide upon what you want to accomplish? Is that the case for you? Or perhaps you've already made that decision. You've decided upon what you want to work towards, but then you're not following up AKA you don't have the accountability to work on those things. Is that you? Or maybe you chose a goal and now in hindsight, you're looking at that goal thinking, ah, you know what? This is not really going to move the needle for me. This goal doesn't really excite me, nor do I think it's something that's very important right now. But you've kind of held on to it because you said you'd do it. Does that ever happen to you? That has totally happened to me. There is nothing worse than hanging on to some old, stale goal that is no longer serving you and your needs. So if that's the case, and you feel like you do have this power of focus, then by God, choose to focus on something else. Life is short, my friend. And if you feel like you are taking steps towards a goal that doesn't have meaning to you, then you have the right to change that goal. You have the right to change the trajectory of your entire business anytime you want. But that powerful word, focus, that is what's so key. And here's what I'll say. A lot of the women that I coach will say, if I only had more time, then I would focus. And I'm going to argue it's actually the other way around. When we create more focus, when we create more discipline and really channel our energy to just a few of the key things, that's when we start to feel like we're making better use of the time that we have. So again, don't blame it on not enough time or not enough childcare or any of the other millions of excuses I have heard over the years. Trust me, I've heard them all. And sometimes those excuses are really valid. But at the same time, I've also seen so many women that come in and work with me and they have this very intense focus. And because of that, we make amazing things happen in a very short amount of time. These same women are up against these same challenges, but they just decide to really narrow their focus, to laser in on those key things that are going to really make a difference for them. And that, my friend, is what I hope for you as well. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation around focus. And if you have, hit me up with a DM on Instagram. I'm at Leanne Kim Coach, and I would love to hear What is your top takeaway from this episode? Thanks so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon. 
thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 